0: This is the Monocast, all about open source marketing automation with Montic. And here is your host, Eki Gamble. Happy New Year, Leon. Happy New Year, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hi everybody, welcome to 2021, and welcome to. Episode 20 f- 21 I think it's 21. Yeah, of oh. the podcast. Oh. How's your yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the future. And that's why we opted for a futuristic topic today. <laughs> <laughs> um And that's with uh, Gaurav from... New York City, I believe. Oh, and yeah. We're talking about omni-channel marketing and then voice integration with Mordek, which may sound rather
1: futuristic,
0: <laughs> indeed. <far> away, <laughs> but maybe it's not so far away. So, um, yeah, let's let's wait for the interview. Um, another little teaser that we have up front is the Mordekast newsletter. Yeah, we d- I think we did discuss this last time that that Chris uh, stopped sending out yeah, yeah, the, the unofficial Mordic newsletter is no longer on this earth <laughs> so um, we said okay the research results that we have anyway uh, we'll just send that out together with every Mordicast episode and so we have a tiny little newsletter with all the latest and greatest so yeah please feel free to sign up at mordicast.com slash newsletter indeed and you, you have it in your inbox
1: Link to that in the show notes, as always. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, and there was another release back in the Christmas times. So we are now in New Year, but I think on the twenty fifth of December there was a new Modic release, mm-hmm. the Modic version two point two point two, which the two at the end indicates it's a bug fix release. So new, no new features, but a whole bunch of bug fixes and making Modic a bit better.
0: So well, that's Modic three, right? Not yeah. What mm-hmm. did I say? 2.2.2. 2. 2. Ah, I meant <laughs> 3.2.2, of <laughs> course. Yeah. yeah, so no no update for version 2, mm. but a uh, Christmas update for version 3. Thanks, Norman. <laughs>
1: yeah, thanks a lot. But that's not the only update. There's another one on the horizon coming.
0: Mm. Yeah, and uh, this one is is for Mordic 3 and for 2, indeed. Oh, yeah. uh, although we we just recently said... Probably version two is end of life uh, unless there's going to be some major security things.
1: So I guess there's major security things.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, no, no, super big deal, but yeah. it's it's uh, serious enough that the team decided to take it serious and yeah. to do go a really proper way of communication and and bug fixing. And so there's a a well defined date. That's January fourteenth at three p.m. UK time. Mm-hmm. Well, the the new the next bug fix releases for two and three will be released on GitHub. It will be announced on Slack, of course, as well, and everybody's advi- advised to pick it up uh, short term and and deploy it immediately. And that's not again because it's super critical, but but after all, modding is mostly about. Personal data, yeah. So we yeah. should be serious about handling that and uh, do a good job in deploying. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, there's been a good deal of well tutorials and and uh, things out there, discussions going on over Christmas, and we sat down once again to select which which one to talk about in the show. And one thing that what stuck out was that <laughs> the, an, an old topic of ours, and that's email verification, it yeah. uh, came up on different places for for some reason. So let's let's start from the beginning. Um, in episode seven of the Mordecast… no, we, a long time ago. Yeah, we we did uh, mention a plugin by Greg White mm-hmm. for connecting. Mordic to a service called Clear Out. And um, that service, what it does is just uh, receive an email address from Mordic, check whether it is a valid one or not, or maybe unknown, and return that to Mordic. And you can hook that into your campaigns and uh, then improve your quality of the email address base. Um, And now there are, of course, other services out there that do that. And our good friend Joey (laughs) um, did a blog post to describe how to hook into those or two of those services. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's good description and and good value there. Um, The point is that the scripts that he's using are uh, he says they will not be available forever. So he says uh, download them now or it's going to be behind a paywall or registration wall or whatever, yeah. um, short term. So my advice, if you're interested, go to that, that blog post and then check it out and download the script for future use, if you like, um, on the other end, there's one of those services called Mailfloss. Um, they themselves did a really detailed tutorial on, on integrating with Mordic. um, No scripts involved there, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, another alternative. So, in total, we have now three, or rather four, Four, before Joey did two. There was a fifth idea, because all of the services described involve handing personal data, aka email address, Mm -hmm. to a third-party service, so GDPR involved, depending on where you are. Um, And it involves uh, a sort of delay and asynchronous uh, handling no. so there's no way to do that inside of a, a form submission so my favorite idea was always to to come up with a basic way of doing that w- within Mordic okay. without giving it anywhere that would be perfect yeah yeah um, that's still in the, in the drawer for, for future <laughs> <laughs> realization. And, um, maybe one day we, we'll get there or maybe somebody sure. will, will be interested in, in sponsoring that or whatever. Um, yeah, maybe we can talk about sponsoring while we're at it, uh-huh. uh, for a second, because that, that idea has been, um, discussed in at least two places recently, uh-huh. um, And I think we we should step back a little bit and uh, explain what we're talking about here. Obviously, Moaric is growing on all ends, and and obviously people have ideas and and desires and on even more ends. Of course, (laughs) Um, and that involves the core, so core features, but also bug fixes in the core. It involves existing third-party plugins uh, that might. Get better or fixed, or the ideas for new sort of party plugins, like we just described with email verification. Um, now, typical way today is there's a small number of developers who do what they deem best. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes on the basis of of feedback or voting that they receive, but. Um, the majority of people is non-developers or not uh, not, in, not in that corner. And what they can do is maybe back somewhere. And then uh, other than that, just sit back and wait and, and hope. And um, reality is that, the, that most people are not developers at all, but would be interested in receiving features and would even be M- willing to pay a little bit of money for that. Yeah. So crowdfunding means that everybody is able to say, okay, I am willing to chip in hundred bucks or thousand yeah. bucks or whatever. Um, if that feature gets done by somebody, and once enough people um, declare that they're willing to pay a l- little bit of of it, and then then somebody may pick it up or or the company who is offering that crowdfunding is is ready to do it and and then they they will hopefully deliver and then people give them a little bit of money and that is a really good way for open source to get better on all ends uh, again it's not just about features it might be, it might as well be an annoying bug uh that's that that five people pay <laughs> 50 bucks for yeah. and um uh it's out of the way for everybody a yeah, great concept yeah, yeah, in in theory, yes, but it's uh, it's just lacking the infrastructure and mm-hmm. in not only for Mordic, but most projects don't have that really. Uh, for the Mordic core, we are currently really at the point where we want to hook that into GitHub and then make it happen. That's obviously just the first step and there's a lot of details involved, but, but I think it's valuable. But as I said, it's the same for third-party plugins, which is even more tricky to have an a, a common infrastructure in place we we oh, yeah. get one step after the other we don't have marketplace and all maybe on our end for for leuchtfeuer we will try some things some things out and then based on the experiences we eventually have something in the Mordic marketplace yeah so long story short i th- i think that's yet another option for Mordic to get way better way faster. And uh, I'm really curious what you out there think, dear listener. Um, So please please do give us a little bit of feedback, join the discussion and uh, we'll keep you updated.
1: Yeah, and then let's take a turn back, talking about emails. We kind of went off there. Um, There has been a big and really yes, good discussion in the Uh, forum about uh, the modic spam issues that modic emails land in the spam folders and that's been a super yeah just fruitable discussion can you say that
0: uh no (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know what you mean (laughs) okay so so Actually, I I did not read it, but but you but you think it's valuable for people or it's,
1: yeah, valuable. I think that's a better suiting, but yeah. it's valuable, it's, uh, definitely yeah. worth a read. Yeah. If you have a problem out there, if you have a problem with emails landing in spam ordnance, um you should take it a read, and maybe it will help out.
0: Yeah, I think it's not not just a modic issue that emails go to spam orders. Yeah. Um, it's a general challenge for all for everybody who is sending. Um, mass emails uh, to to up the deliverability and every every percent better makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good point. And um yeah, speaking of tutorials etc, there's a new one out there from our friends at OS training. Ah, uh,
1: didn't they also have a slot at the modicon? if I no. remember correctly.
0: <laughs> they 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 did the, the training day. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. So so good people. And um, it's not their first more tick video, but it's uh, the first in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is about uh, how to do an anniversary com- campaign. So if you're interested in that or just want to learn about campaign building in general, it's a very well done video. It's worth. Watching, but uh, I think the bigger point is uh, I'm I'm really happy to see another video from their side, and I hope there's going to be more going forward. So thumbs up. Yeah, we're we'll training. <laughs> you, um, that's it so far. I think I we're think so. good to move on to the interview. Today. Yeah, and um, yeah, Goraf, you may have seen him because he had. Did have a slotted Morticon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good sequ- sequel. Eh? Um, so he, he did talk about uh, this topic more or less on the Morticon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in fact, we we did discuss the interview or this interview. Couple of weeks before Mordecon, and that was also the reason why he went to Mordecon. Yeah. and really? uh, we, we now said, okay, it's still worth discussing, and and may, maybe explaining in, in a dialog way what this is all about, mm-hmm. because uh, I I think it's fascinating stuff, and I I think the interview is is very very helpful for everybody who's not deep inside these things, and it was very helpful for me too, as you will soon hear. So let's there go. We go. Well, today I'm very happy to welcome a person on the show who has been a speaker at Morticon, so some of you may have heard him recently, and who has a bit of background in the Drupal world and, and is actually very active in the MarTech world, but today that person is really focusing on voice and omnichannel marketing, and that person is Gaurav Mishra, located in New York City. Is that right? Welcome, Gaurav.
2: Thanks, Eckert. Thanks for having me here. Um, yeah, glad, glad, to, those who, glad to be a part.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. For those who have not seen your talk yet, from Modicon. Um, tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself first about uh, what you're doing, where you got there, etc.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So hi, everybody. I'm Gaurav Mishra. You know, as Eckert said, based out of New York, You know, still alive, uh, you know, with with all this pandemic going on in the New York City. So that's a win. Mm -hmm. Um, So been with uh, in this industry for about 13 plus years and uh, worked across multiple geographies. uh, You know, used to manage the APAC region for a long time in my Mm -hmm. early days of my career. And now I'm looking at the North America region, for region and largely what i do on a day to day basis is work with enterprises uh, so organizations like johnson and johnson you know staples you know water brothers you know Estee Lauder, you know related uh, on a day to day basis for building digital experiences so consulting with them brainstorming with them on you know how to build uh, you know experiences across digital front how to essentially look at the customer lifecycle and you know uh, build revenue Channels and things like that. Uh, so yeah, that's my day-to-day work, and you know, in that, you know, I come across, you know, with you know all the time, you know, working on different new channels. Um, voice is a very, very big part of my work in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, digital displays is another big piece, and I'll talk a little bit of that later on. Uh, you know, when we go deep, but but yeah, we we've seen a lot of explosion in, in non-web, non-mobile channels in the last few years with enterprises.
0: Yeah, very cool. Because I think that is definitely an up-and-coming topic, and uh, in a different, on a different level, in different parts of the world. So some are ahead of the curve, some maybe behind of the curve, and a certainly interesting topic for everybody. So tell us, what do you mean by that? By by thinking larger, by by involving more channels, etc. Um, how how can that reach a goal and and um, Next step then we, how can we do that all that with marketing automation sure, can you paint you know, maybe a picture of some some multi-channel my multi-channel campaign to start with to help us understand sure. really what you're talking about
2: sure absolutely so I'll'll I'll touch base with both both of the points I could uh, um and so yes absolutely we the basics are always there which is you know you said attract nurture convert right which is you know always the basics that morticians um, and any marketing automation you know uh, you know expert you know always always take care of that and uh, traditionally email sms you know web you know channels are are very good channels right and you know and they have been tried and tested all over these years uh, but you know but having said that you know these channels are also extremely sa- saturated right you know the the attention span is getting smaller and smaller and there was a time when you know uh, we had an attention span of about 30 seconds uh, you know uh, few few years back right when we used to run different marketing campaigns but a recent report uh, came in where you know it said that the gen z uh, which is the new the next generation attention span is about 7 second now with such much such a saturation in in all the channels, traditional channels as, as per se, which is email, web, SMS, right? How do you essentially capture the attention right in the seven seconds? And and that's where you know the whole concept of saying that you know which the new channel, which are the new channels, which are not yet tapped, which are you know more exciting and you know more uh, you know easier to uh, compete in. You know, so how how do we how do we go about that right? And that's where the whole channel of the whole. Different channels come in place, uh, so uh, you know, and 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 that's where we, you know we have we are looking at a lot of trend in the in the marketing organizations and in large enterprises, not really focusing or if they're focusing, obviously the focus would be always on you know the traditional channel, but doing a bigger focus or a much larger focus onto these new channels coming in, digital displays, virtual tryouts, you know, voice, wearables, right? So these are becoming a big big part of the focus from a channels point of view. And, mm. and and onto your question on multi channels, right? And that's I'm glad that you brought that point. Uh, multi channels, you know, is is a, is in my opinion, and again, a little personal opinion, but you know, I've seen that you know coming as a as a trend in the industry as well. People are actually not looking at multi channel right now, but they are looking at something called omni channel. And there's a very uh, you know basic difference between these two, right? And a, a lot of people actually you know, use them interchangeably. But but there is, a, there is a very basic difference between those two. So when, you know, people look at multi-channel, they say that, okay, I'm doing email, I'm doing SMS, I'm doing web, right? Uh, and let me do voice and digital displays and, you know, uh, virtual tryouts as well. And what they do is that they look at these channels in silos, right? Rather than looking at them holistically as one worldview, right? And that's where you know, the concept of omnichannel comes in. Because omni-channel tells us that let's not look at each of the channels in silos, but look at a customer journey, right? Look at that entire attract, nurture, convert journey uh, in one cycle and say that how different touch points are actually, you know, helping in different from a convergent point of view across different channels in that entire customer journey, right? So, you know, just to give you an example, let's say, you know, know, a person comes in, um, you know, in a hotel and, you know, for, for a reservation, once he's to, you know once he you know lands you know down from a flight in the airport, he will check in from his mobile, right, and he will know that what are the different things that is going on in that that place, right. Uh, once he goes into the counter when he's checking in in the in the hotel itself he will be giving his information or either to a kiosk or to a real person right a lot of lot of lot of you know uh, you know uh, organizations a lot of hotel industries are actually bringing in all this self-services kiosk to reduce mm-hmm. you know, manpower so he will come in he will actually punch his information into a kiosk check in and you know give his preferences and things like that there itself and then, you know, he will go on, he will walk through a lobby where he will have a lot of digital displays, you know, giving a lot of information in which he would be, uh, you know, seeing a lot of things going going on and a lot of information around the hotel, around nearby attractions, things like that. And once he goes into the room, you know, uh, for example, Marriott did that recently, right, And you know, successful implementation with Alexa, where you have Alexas in the room. And it allows them to uh, do a lot of, you know, automation, like, you know, controlling the temperature of the room, ordering stuff, you know, knowing about a lot of information, right, you know, from the Alexa itself. And he will, you know, interact with that Alexa at that point, in that channel. Now, in that entire journey, we have actually looked at five different channels, right? We have, uh, you know, looked at the, you know, the web channel when he made the reservation, a mobile when he looked at essentially uh, checking in from the uh, airport. Then we looked at the kiosk, where he did, in, you know, information, you know, in person in the, in the uh, you know, checking in the, in the hotel itself. Then we looked at the digital display, where he found and, you know, consumed information at in different places. And then the fifth channel is the Alexa, which is the voice, which is inside the room, in the in-room experience, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, if you want to run a campaign uh, for increasing your uh, revenue from the happy hour that you are, you know, doing in, you know, uh, inside the restaurant of that hotel... Right. How do you essentially, you know, touch, you know, these each touch points, each channels, right, from web to mobile to, you know, kiosk to digital displays to the Alexa to essentially, Mm -hmm. you know, give that happy hour information to that person. Right. So that, you know, that person can actually get excited enough to come to the bar, have drinks. Right. And, you know, essentially give you, you know, conversion on that on that channel. Right. Or from sorry, from that campaign from that happy hour campaign. And that's where the omnichannel view comes in, right? That when you start the the entire touch turning, so when the person is walking in and, you know, going into the kiosk, as soon as you check in, you you pop up an information and ask him that he does he want to register, uh, right, for the happy hour case, right? Um, And if, let's say, you know, he might register, he might not register, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, but that's an awareness piece definitely that you need to there and when she's walking in you are actually showcasing a lot of new pictures a lot of in, you know interesting pictures around on the digital displays on how, my, how uh, exciting and how nice happy hour is how he can meet you know new people in this happy hour so a lot of visual centric campaign information or assets right on the digital displays that will mm-hmm. make him more interested around this happy hour and when he reaches his room uh, you know alexa and as he you know gets to you know, uh, just just let's say you know maintain the temperature of the room. You know, along with that, Alexa says, "Hey, also can you, uh, you know, do you know that we are running a happy hour at 6 p.m. You know, uh, where you can have these cocktails, which are the best top cocktails our bartender makes, right?" Do so, you want what me to do reserve you a t- table? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, right. And reserve <laughs> a table there as well, right? Uh, with with Alexa, right? Uh, so with that you know three four touch points right in that marketing channel what you did is that you are not looking at each channel as a silo but what you are doing is that you are running one campaign and you are using and touching each and every touch points uh, you know uh, from a, from an omni channel point of view across each uh, that entire customer journey and and okay. that's the that's the real power that's coming in right so organizations like Order, marriott you know all these big organizations have realized it right uh, so, for example, if you walk into a store right now of Estee Order, you see a lot of virtual tryouts there. And with pandemic, uh, where you are not allowed to try out a lipstick color, right? On you know, mm-hmm. as you used to do earlier. You know, this virtual tryouts, this whole investment that we've been doing in virtual tryouts over years, are now really uh, help you know very useful because now you mm. can essentially you know try out different lipsticks and you know and things like that. And yeah. marketers are running campaigns you know, in this, uh, you know, when you're trying one lipstick, they are giving you a bundle, uh, you know, coupon and saying that, hey, you know, this is a Halloween bundle, this is a Thanksgiving bundle, and things like that. So yeah, Yeah. a brave new world.
0: Yeah, um, getting back to the hotel example, which I find fascinating. um, Mm -hmm. And uh, when I brought up the Alexa reserve a table for me example, that that is uh, the opposite direction. So it's a signal from the user to the system. Mm, everything else seems to be a one-way direction, and of course, when you build want to build an interactive con- campaign, it's always important to receive signals of any so- kind from from uh, users. So, when you think of all the new channels, yep. is yep. that typically a one-way one-way street or no?
2: No, absolutely not. It, it, it is always you know two-way street. So, just just going back to your you know uh, the 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 hotel example, right? So, if you know that uh, you know uh, so. Typically, the way that marketers think, right, they always look at, you know, running awareness, you know, and consideration campaigns. And, you know, and then, you know, uh, conversion campaigns is, is always the you know goal by running this campaign, right? Conversion is always the goal. So, you know, when you even you when you're doing awareness messaging on kiosk, if I, if I, if as a user, I just go there and register a table or reserve a table right there in the kiosk, then, uh, you know, then, you know, a, a message goes back to the you know the, to the campaign that this person is already converted. This person is okay. already registered. The um, you know we the, can stop uh, the campaign exactly. No, yeah. and stop the campaign or just move that campaign mm, messaging changing. to more saying that yeah. okay, right, uh, great. You know, we so when when he talks to the Alexa and says that you know, so the Alexa instead of saying hey, you know, there's a happy hour going on and you can meet new people, instead of that he say that hey, great. You know, uh, also looking forward to you know host you at uh, the happy hour at uh, 7 p.m. and we have reserved your table and you know and and that information is with us, right? So making it more personal, right? But mm-hmm. really not you know looking to convert him because that person is already converted. So you know all these touch points are actually really you know not one way, right? Uh, virtual tryouts, digital displays, there are kiosks. Um, you know these are all very two-way conversations, right? Uh, and you know capture, can capture touch points, events all the time.
0: Okay. Do you see other, I mean, digital display, for instance, I don't really see how that could be a a two-way conversation unless there's a QR code or something that you could scan. Is that what you have in mind?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, um, uh, uh, so you know again. Again, we can take an hotel example, but you know more than that. If you look at you know any large organizations, right? Um, and uh, you know, and you know, if you look at in person, in in you know rooms, in in lobby kind of experiences, right? Digital displays, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, uh, so the two kind of digital displays are there, right? Um, um, you know, you 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 would see a lot of touch-based digital displays, right, coming in. And oh, you know a lot of you know if you walk into the malls, if you walk into the airports, you would hmm. see actually a lot of touch-based digital displays already in place, which can keep can take inputs of people, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Which is uh, McDonald's is a good example. Like McDonald's do have this kind of displays in in you know as kiosks, right? In their in their uh, right uh, you know in their stores. But apart from that, you know yes, you you're right. You know QR codes is another uh, another good ways, right? And you know. You know, good example is the China, right? You China has been you know a huge user of the QR code uh, all these years. And you know uh, so it, it is ranging from payments to right uh, you know to essentially different experiences right, um, you know, different augmented reality experiences, all of that can be actually driven by the AR, you know, the augmented, the the, the QR code. So yes, that's a, that's another way of coming in. The third interesting way, which is not a ma- mainstream, but I believe it would become a mainstream um, uh, very soon, in the next two, three years, is essentially tracking, right, eye tracking and, you know, the, the gestures, if you will, right, gestures, you know, which is uh, still, new it's the technology is not new the technology has been around for some time uh, mm. but the implementation is not on the scale yet but gestures are becoming a, a, a you know a, a big part of the uh, in, you know technology shift as well which we will see mainstream coming in so all this digital display would have a gesture controlled um, you know input you know where you can come in and you know build different do different gestures to essentially uh, you know, uh, you know, do a lot of activities, um, you know. And if we know, you know, which is a little scary part, uh, I would, I would believe a lot, it, it spooks a lot of people. Yeah. Um, uh, but big tech has been capturing a lot of face recognition, um, right, uh, and a lot of voice recognition data all these years, right? Uh, I would not be surprised, right, if you walk into a in 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 front of a digital display in the next few years, and you know that that digital display would recognize you and personalize the information uh, on the basis of uh, you know the stored data that you it already would have with either Facebook or Google or you know mm. Apple or, or something like that, right? Oh well, my so, yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's a there is there is the technology is already there, right? Yeah. it's just that uh, you know that it's the scale of how much what what you can do right uh, from from an input point of view is just going to increase from day by day it's it's going mainstream right uh, especially with after pandemic it has you know kind of multiplied in terms of the adoption right uh, because mm-hmm. don't nobody wants to do touch right anymore right uh, and you know uh, and and you know less and less people want to talk to each other right there is more machines coming in uh, for for doing more of stuff right more voice more yeah. gestures so yeah, yeah. it's it's going to increase you know that really a brave new world in the overall yeah. sense
0: <laughs> yeah 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 okay but but um from from an um, eagle what's a eagle eyes perspective or so <laughs> um, w- today in mordek we are thinking digital as in computer devices so i'm sending signals to a browser to an email client to an sms client whatever mm-hmm. and and users interact with that mm-hmm. and we have uh, old school out of home uh, advertising mm-hmm. and what we are basing to- uh, basically talking here about is, is tons of channels that are digital that but that are not on my personal device but out there in the wild yep um so yeah and i'm cu- really curious what else will, will come to it and what will really work out but but i i also think it it takes deep understanding and creativity creativity to turn all that into a working campaign that is actually reaching a goal you talked about awareness which is probably easier to achieve yeah. Uh, yeah. but but conversion is of course a more attractive goal and if we can help support that yeah. um, th- then that's definitely worth it um, yeah absolutely now,
2: and, yeah absolutely and just just to just to you know uh, echo to your point I think, you know, we, while we think that, you know, the mobile and web and SMS is the only channels uh, we can leverage right now, right? More and more when, when, when we have talked with uh, and w- when we were working with companies, you know, usually all the rest of the channels are already there. It's not yet the, you know, the marketers are just not leveraging them, right? right. So, you know, if what I would you know, strongly suggest all the time to the marketers that they should, you know, just look very closely, To their current uh, customer lifecycle, right, and find different touch points uh, that the customer is touching, right. Even if they are not, and there's a good chance that they are just not leveraging these channels. They might be Hmm. there; they are just not leveraging it, right? Um, uh, Already, right. So, just wanted to make that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Now, million-dollar question: What does all this have to do with Morik? Yeah. Absolutely. No. No. Good point. I think. I think. uh, Obviously, uh,
2: you know. If there is no practical implementation, then you know all this is just a just a theory, right? Um, uh, so you know what? So Motic, you know, is good. The good part of the Motic is that unlike the competitions like you know, I would say Marketo or you know, uh, you know, Salesforce or other 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 platforms, Motic is open, right? Motic is completely mm-hmm. open. Now that means that if I am running, um, <coughs> there is a very interesting company I can't name about it, but. Uh, that we worked for, you know, sometime, uh, you know, last year. Uh, And, you know, it's a very old uh, organization that actually works with farmers all over the United States. Okay. Mm. And uh, the, you know, interesting part that all these farmers, they actually get all this information about grains, about, you know, the prices around, uh, you know, commodities and and things like that, you know, on a a very old, uh, small... You know, I would not say a kiosk, but it's a small like a, a, a display that they have, which is literally a you know a monochrome uh, display, right? You know, if you remember the monochrome displays, right? Literally a monochrome display which gets actually gets the data from satellite, so it's not even connected to the Wi-Fi. It directly mm-hmm. gets the data from the satellite, right? I would have never imagined something like this still exist, right? In yep. this in this in this days, right? Now that means that you know now let's say if they want to you know use something like Marketo today, right? You know, Marketo yep. would never, never in their life would be able to, you know, actually run a campaign for in this, you know, old monochrome displays because they, they just they just can't integrate it right. Um, and and that's where Motic, the power of Motic comes in, the power of open source comes in, right? Because you can actually, or anybody, right, can essentially, you know, say that hey, you know, I know these are the channels which is not in the top priority for a organization like Adobe, right? Because this is not like on to scale. But in my use case, there is a channel which is, you know, very, you know, useful, right? You know, if, you know, it can be a television, right, where I'm running a yoga studio and in the television I have an app where, you know, I run, you know, yoga classes or it can be, you know, a kitchen work, you know, where I'm, you know, doing a juicer and, you know, there is a small Google Nest Hub right uh, in the kitchen mm. uh, where you know uh, you know people are actually taking you know recipes right uh, on, on which juices to make right so you know depending on the organization uh, kind of organization that you are there always with some unique uh, touch points that you would have uh, depending on your business depending on your you know the work that you do and and there's a good chance that you know organizations like adobe or salesforce would never imagine even going in that direction because it's just too unique Right for for a few users, but that doesn't mean it's not important for you. Mm-hmm. It is imp- important for at least you you as a use case, right? And that's where you know the whole Motic uh, you know APIs and you know there's a there's already a lot of applications already a lot of plugins already there, right? You there is a Twilio plugin uh, which does a lot of co- you know voice and call, uh, a lot of you know uh, you know uh, to, you know two two way SMS you know, input and output SMS as well. But you know there is there is there is tons of you know ways of you building these plugins on Motic which can mm. be actually very very you know usable for you right or very very useful for you for for your use case but not be not be as big you know for for an Adobe to build a connector right yep. so using these plugins to build connectors um, um, you know or leveraging community connectors already out there there are zapier there is a zapier uh, connector available in the Motic community. And oh, Zapier yeah. has a has a very very huge integration, uh, yeah. right? You know, it, it integrates with Alexa, it integrates with Google, uh, you know, uh, you know, voice. Um, it, you know, you know, there's a good chance that it connects with its displays as well. Um, but so, so you don't really, you're not really, you know, dependent on uh, on a large organization to build connectors. But you can actually get a freelancer to build a quick plugin, or you can do a quick plugin on yourself. Uh, and, and essentially leverage a channel that you might not be leveraging right now and increase your conversions.
0: Okay. So uh, may, uh, you're already describing where Mordic can be unique. Mm-hmm. But, but um, uh, first of all, all this omni-channel orchestration that you, um, you are pitching, you say that, that could be done uh, by Mordic. Mordic could be the hub of, of all this omni-channel channel efforts.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, absolutely.
0: And, yeah, we, we need, need an interface and plug-in for everything, but but I, I agree that's probably not a really big deal. And then the ne- next thing is the other half of, of the metal that you described was come up with what really works for you, what really matters for your users and how, how you can really reach them and come up with a, an integrated um, and smart campaign. And uh, I, I still love the, the hotel thing that you described, the happy hour example, (laughs) and maybe it would really be a a fantastic showcase for Mordic to just set up a a demo environment and uh, make that work together, like like have those four or five touch points and let them play together, and maybe even shoot a video inside of a hotel to to demonstrate what we mean and how it can be done with Mordic. Wow, I'd love to do that.
2: that. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Actually, that sounds like a wonderful idea, uh, and and it's very doable and very easy to do, right? And I think one of the things that we can actually showcase is that while it sounds complex, how easy it is to implement this on the Mautic. You yeah. already have the basics in place. You're already designing a campaign. You're already designing a messaging. You're already, you know, uh, creating different, uh, you know, touch points, right? In the Mautic itself, it's just that, you know, how do you essentially just extend it to you know, at other other places, but yeah, to, that's a wonderful idea.
0: I think I really want to tackle that. If you don't mind, I'll get back to you maybe with a question or two, or maybe ask you for a creative idea or comment. Sure. <laughs> and then we'll make it happen. Cool. Hey, Absolutely. I love it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you would love to. Would love to participate in that. But that's yeah. a, that's a that's a very wonderful idea, and uh, and I I would like to you know insist that you know it is. You know, it is it is pretty straightforward to do it, right? It's not mm-hmm. as complex, but it it would be a great demo to uh, you know put together uh, for the Mautic community.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> cool. V- very very good. Um, I think I I took a lot of notes already, and I I'll ask you afterwards to give me uh, some URLs that I can can put in the show notes for people to. Look at examples or at what do I know Zapier integrations etc. So, mm-hmm. if you dear listener want to learn more about it, I'll point you to a ton of things, including the the Morticon talk. Um, is there a LinkedIn page or something where people can find you, Gaurav?
2: Sure, absolutely. Uh, uh, you can. Uh, the, I think the best way to you know find me is you know just go to gmishra.com. Which is, uh, you know, my, you know, shot of Gaurav Mishra, G of Gaurav, and then Mishra, so Gmishra.com, and it will take you to my LinkedIn profile, oh. right? Yep. and connect me with there on and there, or I can you can find me on Twitter as well on G Mishra, again, and you know I'm pretty active on both Twitter and LinkedIn, and you know would love to connect, um,
0: um and share more. Excellent. I put it all in the show notes. Yeah, and um, I thank you very, very much for your time today and the insights. Uh, there's a lot of experience behind it, you can tell, and I'm very much looking forward to do some some really nice showcase with it.
2: Thank you, again. Thank you for having me here. You know, it was lovely talking to you, uh, and thanks for uh, you know, Moti Community for hosting uh, you know uh, in the podcast. You know, absolutely, we'd love to you know stay in the conversation. Keep you know, keep on you know, building new ideas, building new, uh, you know, new exciting solutions and looking forward to participate.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time and talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
2: Take care. Yeah, take care.
1: Yeah, what an interesting interview. And on our side, the world has continued to turn. And apparently we are having someone at Leuchtfeuer over to write a master thesis about this topic, about Omnichannel using Mordek
0: yeah yeah. so after the interview Gro and I stayed in touch and we, we said, uh, he said yeah he would be willing to assist in in the in the project that that just came up in the conversation That's super cool yeah and we actually found found uh, a girl to uh, spend a couple of months on this and not only write a thesis but actually implement things oh um, and well I'm, I'm really excited yeah, so am I yeah 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 um, which takes us to what's what else is coming up in the next weeks and uh, months maybe and of course that's dominated by a morticon who could have thought <laughs> yeah yeah well we, we discussed this in the, in the last episode I think yep, and we the idea once again is to have a or another virtual morticon in q2 mm-hmm. so maybe in June and um, maybe maybe to have a in-person, event in in Q4. Hopefully that's possible. Certainly not a global event but yeah. maybe uh, North American or European, whatever. Uh, th- something. But for right now the focus is all on, on Virtual Modicon number two. Yeah. And that means that the work has already begun for the team, for the Modicon team. And if you did like the previous mordicon if you maybe joined it or if you had the chance to watch some videos or if you are interested in such a thing in general then w- you're very much invited to join the team and uh, join the preparations in whatever your role might role might be maybe organizational maybe um facilitating a track or giving a talk or whatever yep. uh contact me about the options and and whatever it is that, that your focus is you're that's surely going to be a spot for you and of course <laughs> all appreciated yeah you up
1: every hand is a helping one <laughs> yeah isn't it
0: yeah Leon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything else no
1: i think i'm um, i'm done for today
0: Oh, so am i um oh. the only thing that that just comes up um i was going to say get in touch, give mm-hmm. us feedback, and, and that's true, please do, yep, and please. you'll find us on all the channels out there, except for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yet. Or um, well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> the only thing missing, though, is, is any contact information on on the Modicon, on the, Mod, on the Modicast, <laughs> Modicast. <laughs> website, I, I just learned. So, yeah, thanks for that tip, and we'll add contact information on the website too. Until then, please just Google us or, or <laughs> search within your preferred uh, social mm, channel. Social media. And but yeah. but but do get in touch and do give us feedback of all sorts. Please. Please. <laughs> okay. Damn. Other than that, looking forward to see you next time in the MotorCast. Yeah, take care. Here next time. Cheers. Bye bye.